Welcome to Zichud Avsi, my name is Ram Goldai, and today we're with Zechus Davav, the first parak Me'emesai. Before I begin, just a reminder that our inaugural Grand Chizik event is this Sunday in Basag, New Jersey, to celebrate being Messiah Mezekos Rosh Hashanah, as well as crossing the 25% of Shah's Masa. It's going to be a great chance to meet other members, learn new strategies, and put a lot of jet fuel in your learning tank as we begin the journey through the next 25% of Shah's. There's no charge for the event, which will feature a lavish buffet music by Mazamrim, and so much more. To register, click on the link in your emails or WhatsApp, or email info at zichru.com. Barry and I are looking forward to meeting you there. So the few times we're going to focus on number one, it was taught in a brace regarding why the first rain is called Yoreh, and the later rain is called Malkosh. Yoreh, Shemora, Sabrios, Lahatich, Galgosen. The first rain is called Yoreh, because it instructs its Moreh, people to plaster their roofs, to bring the produce from the fields, and to take care of all their needs before winter comes. Another shot is, Shemoravis, Arts, Mashk, Adatahom. It's called Yoreh because it soaks its Moraveh, the earth, and waters it to the depth. Alternatively, Yoreh, it's called Yor because the rain falls gently and doesn't fall with a fierce intensity. Rabbi Nigle Bar-Idi said in the name of Shmur regarding Malkosh, It's something that circumcises. It's Mal, the stubbornness, the Koshi of Yisrael. Rashi explains that if it doesn't rain, people will do Tshuva and Chesed. It was taught in the Academy of Rabbi Yishmael, It's something that fills its Male produce in its stalks. It's Kash. In a Brisa was taught, it's something that comes down on the ears, the malila, and stalks. Kash. Point number two, the Gemara determines that the halakha goes according to Yosu, who said that three yor rainfalls typically come on the 17th and 23rd of Marchejvan and Rosh Chodesh Kislev. The Gemara notes that the first rain is to indicate when to begin requesting rain, and knowing the time of the third rain is needed to indicate when to begin to fast if rain doesn't come. It asks what the purpose of the second rainfall is. Rabbi Zer said when the darn for vows for his taught in the Mishnah, If someone makes a nether, that I'll not get Hana from a certain item until the rains or from when the rains fall, he's not permitted to derive Hana from it until the second rainfall. Rashi explains that Nadarim are determined by common usage of a term. When people say rains, Gashamim, they mean the second rain and beyond when the roads become ruined. Alternatively, the plural form of Gashamim implies two rains. The Gemara brings three additional halachas relevant to the second rain. And point number three, Rabbi Avos said, When does one start to say the bracha over rain? When the chasen has gone out, to meet the call. Rush explains that this means that it rains so much that when a drop of rain falls into a puddle, some drops jump upwards. What's the text of the bracha? You just said in the name of Rav, Modi We thank you, Hashem, our God. For every drop that you brought down to us. Rabbi Yochanan finished the bracha as follows. If our mouth were as full of song as the sea, and our tongue with singing like the multitude of waves, continuing until, let not your rachamim forsake us, Hashem, our God, as it has not forsaken us. Baruch rov ha'odos, blessed are you with many thanksgivings. The Gemara asked if the bracha should say only many thanksgivings and not all thanksgivings, and Rav said one should say, kel ho'odos, the God of thanksgivings. Rav Papa said that since there is a malchokas, both endings should be said. Kel ho'odos, v'rov ho'odos, God of thanksgivings, and many thanksgivings. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a bright regarding why the first rain is called Yorah, 
and the later rain is called Malkosh. Yoreh Shemoreh is a brios lahatiach gagosen. The first rain is called Yoreh because it instructs its moreh people to plaster the roofs to bring in the produce from the fields and to take care of all their needs before winter comes. Another shot is Shemoravah Sa'aretz Umashka Adetahom. It's called Yor because it soaks its moraveh the earth and waters it to the depths. Alternatively, Yoreh Shiyor Benachas Bini Yor Bezaf. It is called Yor because the rain falls gently and it doesn't fall with a fierce intensity. From Nilei Bar Edi said in the Mishmur regarding Malkosh, Davish Malkosh Yosen Yisrael. It's something that circumcises. It's Mal, the stubbornness, the Koshi of Yisrael. Rosh explains if it doesn't rain, people do Tshuva and Chesed. It was on the Academy of Davish Mamale Tavu Bakasha. It's something that fills its Malay produce in its stocks. Kash. In a Brizo is taught, it's something that comes down on the ears, the malila, and stalks. Kash. Pointing to the Gemara determines that the Lacha goes according to Yossi, who said that the three Yor rainfalls typically come on the 17th and 23rd of Marcheshvan and Rosh Chodesh Kislev. The Gemara notes that the first rain is to indicate when to begin requesting rain, and knowing the time of the third rain is needed to indicate when to begin to fast if it doesn't rain. It asks what the purpose of the second rainfall is. Rizera said when the darn for vows first taught in the Mishnah, someone makes a netter that he'll not get Hanaf from a certain item until the rains or from when the rains fall. He's not permitted to derive Hanaf from it until the second rainfall. Rashi explains that Nadarim are determined by common usage of a term. When people say rains, they mean the second rain and beyond when the roads become ruined. Alternatively, the plural form of Geshamim implies two rains. The Gemara brings three additional halachas relevant to the second rain. And point number three, Rehavo said, When does one start to say the bracha over rain? When the chasen has gone out to meet the kal. Rashi explains that this means that it rains so much that when a drop of rain falls into a puddle, some drops jump upwards. What's the text of the bracha? Review to said in the name of Rav, Modi we thank you, Hashem, our God. For every drop that you've brought down to us. Riyochan finished the bracha as follows. If our mouth were as full of song as the sea, and our tongue with singing like the multitude of waves, continuing until let not your forsake us, Hashem, our God, as it's not forsaken us. Baruch Rov HaOdoos, blessed are you with many thanksgivings. The Gemara asks if the bracha should say only many thanksgivings and not all thanksgivings. And Rabbi said, one should say, Kehodoos, the God of thanksgivings. But Papa said that since there's a Malchokas, both endings should be said. Kelhodos Varovhodos, God of Thanksgivings and many Thanksgivings. Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Vav, and our standard simon is a sword, because a sword is very straight, and a vav is very straight. So there you go. Sword is our simon. Here it goes. The man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his net or not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, made a brach on the rain as he stood in a puddle with droplets coming down and splashing up. Once again, it's slow motion. The man who finished plastering his roof with his sword, sword, that must be more in dove, vav. The man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, which reminds us that we learned different shatim of why the rains are called Yorah Umalkosh. One shot for Yorah is Yorah Shemoris Abrio Sohatiyachagagosan. The first rain is called Yorah because it instructs its Moreb people to plaster their roofs, to bring in the produce from the fields, and to take care of all their needs before winter comes. So the man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his net or not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, which reminds us, the Gemara notes that the first rain is to indicate when to begin requesting rain, 
And knowing the time of the third rain is needed to indicate when to fast. But it asks what the purpose of the second rainfall is. And Rabbi Zerah said, Lenadarim, for vows. For Osana Mishnah, Anodar Adagashamim, Mishiyerdagasham. If someone makes an endeavor that he will not get handed off from a certain item until the rains, or from when the rains fall, He's not permitted to derive benefit from it until the second rainfall. So the man who finished plastering his roof with his sword when the first rain fell, breaking his netter not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, made a brach on the rain as he stood in a puddle with droplets coming down and splashing up. Which reminds the Gemara asks, when does one start to say the bracha over rain? When the chasen has gone out to meet the call, Rashi explains that this means that it rains so much that when a drop of rain falls into a puddle, some drops jump upwards. But Papa said that since there's a malchuk, whether the end of the bracha for rain concludes rovahodos or kelhodos, both endings should be said, kelhodos or rovahodos, God of thanksgivings and many thanksgivings. So once again, the man who finished plastering his roof with a sword when the first rain fell, breaking his netter not to get benefit from it until the second rains came, made a brach on the rain as he stood in a puddle, with droplets coming down and splashing up. All right, now it's time for a four-block back chazara. Dav base. So the seven dav base is a bias, a house. So here goes. The powerful rainstorm beat down on the house. House, that must be more on Dav base, bias. The powerful rainstorm beat down on the house, which reminds the asks why the Mishnah says, When do we start mentioning the powers of rain, referring to Mashim and Geshem, instead of simply saying, and answers, based on two psukim with Heker in it, connecting rain to creation, that just as creation was done with Hashem's power, so too rain is associated with power. So the powerful rainstorm beat down on the house, or a person dubbing with all of his heart, having kavana of keys and shemaim, which reminds us that we learned that rain must be mentioned in the Shemona Esri with the Pasuk, Hashem to love Hashem your God and to serve Him with all your heart. Which service is done in the heart? This refers to tefillah. And immediately after that Pasuk, it's written, I'll provide rain for your land in its proper time, the early and late rains. So we see from the juxtaposition that rain is associated with tefillah. And related to this, Rabbi Yochanan said, There are three keys in the hands of Kodesh Baruch Hu. They were not given over to a shalich. They are. The key of rain, the key of childbirth, and the key of Tchiyas Amesim. And in the West, they also say, Also the key of Parnasa. So the powerful rainstorm beat down on the house, where a person dubbing with all of his heart, having kavana of keys and Shemaim, while standing during the day next to his lulav. Which reminds me, because they're based his ruling that we start to mention Gavurus Kushami on the first day of Sukkot from the mitzvah of Lu, which is done during the day, and not from Nisa Chamaim, which may be brought also at night. Daf Gimel, so the Simon Daf Gimel is a Gamal, a camel. So here goes. The men leading a caravan of camels, camels, that must be more Daf Gimel, Gamal. The men leading a caravan of camels who do, where nothing was growing, which reminds us, there was Tana Brice of Batal Baruchos with regard to do and wind. The Chamim did not require one to mention them by reciting, he makes it do fall and the wind blow. But if one wants to mention them, he may do so. We learn that do is never withheld from the mice of Eliyahu and Achav during the drought. So the men leading a caravan of camels who do, where nothing was growing, who were blown by a windstorm to the four corners of the earth, which reminds us that we learn that winds are never withheld from the Pasuk that states, For I spread you abroad like the four winds of the heaven, says Hashem. 
So why did the Kishbarak who say, Ka'arbo, like the four corners of the earth? This is coming to teach us that the Kishbarak who's saying, Kishem she'ir shalom below ruchos, kach ir shalom below Yisrael. Kishem she'ir shalom below ruchos, kach ir shalom below Yisrael. Just as the world cannot exist without winds, so too cannot exist without Yisrael. So we see from here that the world cannot exist without winds. So the men leading a caravan of camels who do, where nothing was growing, who were blown by a windstorm to the four corners of the earth, were relieved when they saw sunshine after a rainfall and snow-capped mountains. Which reminds us that wind that appears after a rainfall or clouds that appear after rainfall or sunshine that appears after rainfall are all beneficial like the rain and snow is the equivalent of five rainfalls. Daf Dalet, so the similar Daf Dalet is a delad, a door. So here goes. The young rabbinical student who got angry when he got locked outside the shul. Door, door, that must be on Daf Dalet, delad, door. The young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door, which reminds us that we're bringing statements about young rabbinical students. Rav said, a young rabbinical student is like a seed beneath the earth. Once he sprouts, he sprouts, meaning once his name becomes known, he grows in prominence. He also said, When a young rabbinical student gets heated up, meaning he gets angry, it's the Torah that's causing him to get angry. So the young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the person who would let him in, which reminds us three people asked Shulot Gehogan improperly and two were answered properly and one was answered improperly. Eliezer and Shulot asked improperly and were answered properly, whereas Yiftach answered improperly and was answered Shulot Gehogan improperly when his daughter was sent his way. So the young rabbinical student got angry when he got locked outside the shul door and improperly promised to serve the first person who would let him in, could hear the diaspora minion begin to mention rain on the first day of Shemini at Saris, and knew from then on they wouldn't stop, which reminds us. The Gemara asks what those in Gauls do who keep two days of Shemini at Saris when it comes to begin mentioning rain, and concludes that once one begins mentioning rain in the Musaf the first day, he doesn't stop. Daf hay, so the sum daf hay is hay, a haystack. So here goes. The field of hay, hay, that must be on daf hay. The field of hay where wheat stocks grew miraculously in 11 days due to your rains in Nisan, which reminds us that the Gemara is how the Pasuk can say that your rains fell in Nisan when they usually begin in Marcheshvan. It answers that the Pasuk is referring to the miracle that occurred in the times of Yohan Navi when your rains fell in Nisan after many years of famine and stocks that usually take six months to grow only took 11 days. So the field of hay where wheat stocks grew miraculously in 11 days due to your rains in Nisan was overshadowed by a heavenly city, which reminds us more brings the source that there's a Yushalayim Shamala. For the Pasuk states, Yushalayim habunuya kir shuchubra layachtav. The Yushalayim that is built will be like the city which is joined together with it. So the field of hay where wheat stocks grew miraculously in 11 days due to your rains in Nisan was overshadowed by a heavenly city where a young Nabi went prematurely gray was on his way up. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks how the Pesach could say that old age came suddenly on Shmuel when he only died at the age of 52. And answers that a Kush Baruch made him prematurely age by making his hair turn gray so that Shmuel would pass away before Shaul's death so no one would suspect Shmuel of wrongdoing. The Gemara goes through Kush Baruch for doing so. Alright, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing a great day and great learning. Before I begin, just a reminder that our inaugural Grand Chizik event is this Sunday in Basag, New Jersey. To celebrate being the sign of Zechus Rosh Hashanah, as well as crossing the 25% of Shas Masan. It's going to be a great chance to meet other members, learn new strategies, and put a lot of jet fuel in your learning tank as we begin the journey through the next 25% of Shas. There's no charge for the event, which will feature a lavish buffet, music by Mazamrim, and so much more. To register, click on the link in your emails or WhatsApp, or email info at zichru.com. Barry and I are looking forward to meeting you there.